Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 53 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath and Minecraft Dungeons. The games coming out this week include Depth of Extinction, Awesome P2, Tour de France 2020, Out Buddies DX, Rigid Force Redux, The Sims 4 Eco Lifestyle, We Were Here Together, and Cyber Protocol. An update for Xbox Game Pass with a few titles leaving and entering. Titles leaving include Resident Evil Revelations, Supermarket Shriek, Riptide GP Renegade, Everspace, Riverbond, and Superhot. Coming to Xbox Game Pass in June includes No Man's Sky. The games with gold for June have been announced and they include Shantai and the Pirate's Curse from June 1st to the 30th, Coffee Talk available from June 16th to the 15th of July, Destroy All Humans from the original Xbox from June 1st to the 15th, and Sinamora from Xbox 360 on June 6th to June 30th. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Xbox Series X to launch with thousands of games. Compatibility game preservation are a focus for Xbox in the next generation. Brian McCaffrey at IGN writes, Microsoft is doubling down on a known strength by confirming that the Xbox Series X will launch with thousands of games, leveraging its years-long backward compatibility efforts in comparison to Sony's mixed messaging on PlayStation 5's backwards compatibility capabilities. Quote, with more than 100,000 hours of playtesting already completed, thousands of games are already playable on Xbox Series X today, from the biggest blockbusters to cult classics and fan favorites, end quote. Xbox Series X Director of Program Management Jason Ronald wrote in a new blog post on Xbox Wire. Quote, many of us in Team Xbox play on the Xbox Series X daily as our primary console, and switching between generations is seamless. By the time we launch this holiday, the team will have spent well over 200,000 hours ensuring your game library is ready for you to jump in immediately, end quote. Ronald also spoke with IGN and when asked if thousands meant that the goal was every single Xbox One game, in addition to hundreds of Xbox 360 and original Xbox games already compatible with Xbox One that will also play on Xbox Series X. Ronald said, quote, the goal is definitely the thousands of titles that run on Xbox One today. If the game runs on Xbox One, it is our goal to get that game to run on Series X. There might be some one-off exceptions here or there, end quote, he added, noting that, quote, licensing or technical issues, end quote, should be the only possible roadblocks. For instance, in the former case, a game with licensed music whose contract with the publisher has expired. Even better, Ronald says that the Xbox One, Xbox 360, and original Xbox games will run better on Series X than they originally did. Quote, all titles run at peak performance that they were originally designed for many times even higher performance than the game saw on their original launch platform, resulting in higher and more steady frame rates and rendering at the maximum resolution and visual quality, end quote. Ronald said on Xbox Wire, quote, backwards compatible titles also see significant reductions in in-game load times from the massive leap in performance from our custom NVMe SSD, which powers the Xbox Velocity architecture, end quote. When pressed for specific samples, Ronald said, well, all of them are seeing a lot of benefits in certain areas, end quote. As an example, he noted titles that use dynamic resolution scaling. Now it's a rock-solid 4K, or whatever its originally designed resolution was, end quote. HDR is among the new technologies being seamlessly retrofitted into older Xbox games. Quote, Geometry Wars is one that I really enjoy. 
actually see that in HDR and Chloe he tailed off, also mentioning Boom Boom Rocket alongside the two games that have already had their post-generational HDR added, Halo 5 Guardians and Fusion Frenzy. Higher frame rates are also in the mix. Quote, the compatibility team has invented brand new techniques that enable even more titles to run at higher resolutions and image quality, while still respecting the artistic intent and vision of the original creators, end quote, Donald said in his blog. Quote, we are also creating whole new classes of innovations, including the ability to double the frame rate of a select set of titles from 30fps to 60fps or 60fps to 120fps, end quote. We asked about any specific 120 frames per second examples if you've got the TV for it, and Ronald noted that they do exist, but they can't confirm any quite yet. But in a lot of cases we have so much processing power in the Xbox Series X, we used to take a set of number of milliseconds in prior generation consoles and just run through that computation so fast that the GPU is just sitting there waiting to do work, end quote. He continued, quote, but part of the challenge is that some titles actually base their physics or animation on the frame rate, so we're still figuring out what titles we can actually do this with without violating the original intent of the title. We definitely have some titles we've seen go from 30 to 60, and there's a handful of titles we've seen go from 60 to 120, but we're still in the process of validating the game end to end, end quote. A lot of quotes and a long news story to start the week, but this is a huge news story for all of us Xbox fans with a big library. Being able to play almost any game you've ever purchased in the Xbox ecosystem better than ever is really exciting for us fans, and it simply can't be rivaled on Sony with how they're handling backwards compatibility on the PlayStation 5. And what's great about this upcoming generation is you can actually unplug your Xbox One console, replace it with the Series X, and not have to worry about a game that you wouldn't be able to play on the old box. Everything should be able to be enjoyed on your shiny new toy this fall. Number 2. New Xbox update introduces a simpler guide and adds more game collection filters. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, The May 2020 Xbox update will begin to become available starting from today. It adds a new and simplified layout for the guide with a reduced number of tabs, and a new community experience, more collection filters, and an improvement for the Mixer dashboard. The announcement explains that after testing new layouts with the Xbox Insiders, the guide has now been improved with structural changes and subtle visual details. The number of tabs has been reduced and the default tab order is now left to right. Notifications now come under alerts, while friend suggestions are under find someone, and parties and chats incorporates party, messaging, and invites into a single location. You can sign in and access settings or help under profile and system, which can itself be found by tabbing to your gamer pick. If you don't like your tab order, you're now able to change it by heading to customize guide tabs under profile and system. I think this cleans everything up a little bit with navigating the Xbox dashboard. I do like how customizable it is, and more options for the players are always better. Number 3. Xbox head on how games in early development could see delays due to coronavirus. Logan Plant at IGN writes, Xbox's Phil Spencer has commented on some unfortunate realities and challenges game developers are likely facing during the COVID-19 pandemic, which could lead to some development delays. Speaking on Talking Games with Reggie and Harold, hosted by former Nintendo of America president Reggie Fizeme and journalist Harold Goldberg, Spencer followed up on some recent comments and said that the projects earlier on in development may see the worst of production setbacks. Quote, any of the functions that actually require physical collaboration, things like motion capture, things like symphonic capture, some of that is put on hold, end quote, Spencer said. Quote, I think on the game side, things that are pre-content complete might be impacted more than things that are post-content complete, end quote. Spencer added that Microsoft has had to find new ways to distribute quality assurance kits for the new Xbox Series X. Despite these challenges, Spencer said Microsoft still feels good about the Xbox Series X launching later this year. Quote, we've had to work through some challenges, but feel good about timelines, feel really good about this holiday, end quote, Spencer said. 
These comments echo from Spencer's thoughts earlier this month when he said that the Xbox Series X launch is in line with where he thought we would be, but that game production is the bigger unknown moving forward. Finally, Spencer reiterated that Microsoft is still aiming for a worldwide launch for the Xbox Series X this fall. Good to hear him reaffirm again that we will be seeing this new shiny console in the fall, albeit a little obvious, but sad that there is going to be a huge number of games impacted with delays and setbacks, so the number of new games that we'll be able to play on our new consoles within the first year might be pushed back a bit. Number 4, Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3 Delayed Again, Sharif Saeed at VG247 writes. The beginning of Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3 has been pushed back again, but luckily not for very long this time. Epic Games announced that for the second time the start of Fortnite Season 3 and Chapter 2 has been delayed. The new season will now kick off on Thursday, June 11th, a one-week delay from June 4th. Fortnite players will remember that Season 3 was initially set to start all the way back in April, but was pushed back two months. An update for the millions and millions of Fortnite players out there, you'll have to wait one more week for a brand new season. Number 5. EA renews multi-year partnership with NFL to create more Madden games. Matt Kim at IGN writes, EA has announced that it has renewed its partnership with the NFL and the NFL Players Association, ensuring several more years of Madden NFL games from EA Sports. According to a press release, the multi-year renewal of the partnership means more football simulation games from EA, as well as additional innovative ways to play through new genres, expanding esports programs, arcade style, and enhanced mobile experiences, and more across platforms. This means that for the next couple of years, EA Sports will be the home of authentic football sims. 2K Games recently signed a deal to bring back NFL 2K, but those are specifically non-simulation games and don't directly compete with EA Madden. I don't think this is a great news story as competition brings better games. 2K used to be able to rival them in the early 2000s, as EA has been making Madden games since 1998, and it would just be nice to see more competition in the space. And number 6, Fast and Furious Crossroads gets a new August release date and gameplay showcase. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Fast and Furious Crossroads now has a release date. The simulation racing game will now be released on August 7th, as announced via its new gameplay showcase. Announced at 2019's Game Awards and billed as a team-based vehicular heist action title from the Fast and Furious universe, it will have both single-player and a multiplayer mode and will be voiced by the actors from the movie franchise. The Gameplay Showcase trailer gives an example of some of these gadgets, death-defying heists, and iconic vehicles, asking you to escape a rock slide, escape the docks, attack a hovercraft, destroy turrets, drive through an exhaust flame, and occasionally make a massive death-defying leaps with Michelle Rodriguez chatting you in the background. The game had originally been planned to launch in May, presumably to tie in with the next Fast and Furious movie, which has also been delayed out of 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The game's story mode expands the Fast and Furious universe and continues the stories of such characters as Dom, Letty, and Roman, along with new crew members. There is not yet much detail on the multiplayer mode, but we'll update you when Slightly Mad Studios shares more. Including this story as I'm recently, as of 2019, watching all the movies, part of the quote, family. However, this game looks like it's running on a PlayStation 2. I can't wait to see if this game is any good and what people actually think of it. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is credit to itstillworks.com talking about the Xbox One generation start. Microsoft's third Xbox console, the Xbox One, appeared on store shelves in November 2013, just a week after Sony's PS4. The Xbox One featured a more important role for Kinect, as the earliest consoles included Kinect as a standard feature. However, in 2014, Microsoft stopped including Kinect with all systems and cut the price of the console to match the PS4. Microsoft marketing portrayed the Xbox One not just as a gaming console, but as a multi-purpose home entertainment device capable of being your destination for movies and television, video conferencing, music, and live sports programming. 
To drive home this fact, the Xbox One could connect to your cable television box and display live television for those times when you want to take a break from gaming. I still love my launch Xbox One and the Kinect. I distinctly remember coming home from work every single day, saying Xbox On, and guiding it to Netflix to watch The Office on repeat. All without having to pick up a controller. Oh, the magic it was. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I still have played nothing but Call of Duty Warzone as my friends have been re-addicted to the game, and I also can't stop playing. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week, and keep on gaming.